This podcast replay, it's brought to you by Edge Energy Drink. Go to myedgedrink.com and order the only energy drink I enjoy because it's delicious, smooth, and has zero aftertaste. That's my kind of energy drink. It's the Big O's choice. Make it yours. Get the edge at myedgedrink.com. Well, Sean, your boy wants a lot of money. Vince McMahon is seeking $9 billion for WWE, according to Bloomberg. The 77-year-old McMahon reinstated himself as executive chairman oversee the sale of his wrestling empire and set the stage for WWE's next cycle of media rights deals. Despite leaving WWE last year over a sexual misconduct lawsuit, McMahon still rules the controlling shareholder. Front office sports previously rep- reported Saudi Arabia's public investment fund leads the list of possible bidders for WWE. The deep-pocketed fund has upended the golf industry with its financial backing of, of Rebel Live Golf's challenge with the PGA Tour. WWE has a 10-year agreement to hold two live events annually in the kingdom. The deal is worth $100 million a year, WWE, according to WrestleNomics. Is that you follow that site, WrestleNomics? Uh, there, uh, Sean Stanley. Yes, I do. You would. Uh, anyway, the Saudis have plenty of competition if they want the WWE, according to Bloomberg. Endeavor Group, which bought the controlling interest in the UFC at four billion and sixteen, Comcast, NBC, Universal Media, and Fox Corp already boast media deals for Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown, and Amazon, which has. $1 billion a year deal with the NFL through 2033. And the Walt Disney Company, where Bob Iger recently returned to power. Yet McMahon may not find many buyers eager to pay his price, considering the shaky global economy and rising interest rates. A valuation of $9 billion amounts to about seven times what the company is at $1.2 billion in sales last year and 23 times the adjusted operating income before depreciation and amortization before at the high end for the entertainment industry. So apparently he is asking for too much money, which means the Saudis will buy it because they don't really care about profits. So you tell me, Sean, what's going to happen here with this? Who's going to end up buying this? Because he's asking for a lot of money. Well, Talk to me. I have always thought that the only person that was going to beat the WWE would be Vince McMahon. And obviously right now, again, he has the most uh, the most to gain. He has the most shares in WWE. So the higher he can sell, the better. He's not, he's not selling it for WWE name. He doesn't have a lot left. I mean, he's over, what is he now, 70? So, you know, he's getting up right. there. So he's, I, th- I think, honestly, he's probably going to go for the money because why not at this point for him? I mean, again, this is what he created. Um, you know, again, back in the old days, his dad only sold him on the premise he would not run over the other territories. A year later, a year after his dad died, he uh, started taking over, and then this is what we have today. So ultimately, I can see, you know, him it sounds like the, the Saudis will buy it because it's a, an irresponsible number that I think others may not be willing to go to that extreme. 
No, nah, and, and the only one that I could see being right would be, I guess, NBC Universal because they already have Peacock, which has the WWE Network, so they already own all that. You know, they have the streaming rights to it, you know, there. But, mm-hmm. you know, again, if the, if the Saudis buy it, it goes into who's going to give them the rights to stream. Who's going right. to give, you know, and right now they're on NBC Universal TV with USA. Um, they're on Fox right now. You know, and then the women wrestlers and there's other, there's other people that don't go to the Saudi shows because of, you know, beliefs and, and everything else. Um, Sami Zayn, who is just on the elimination chambers, one of them, uh, there's a bunch of them that, you know, that will not, will they, you know, again, I get it. They're going to own it. Um, will they be heavily involved in it? No idea, but, uh, but it'd be very interesting to see what actually goes down. And then, I mean, again, if they pay $9 billion for it, do they pay, do they pull them off of Peacock? And just, I mean, obviously they don't care about money. So just pay Peacock what they owe them to break the contract and then start streaming their own and charge more. I mean, there's, there's a lot that goes into it. But my my main thing was the only person that would, Take out WWE Pe- would be Peacock would man. probably want to break that contract just so they don't have to deal with the blowback from the public would and think. the whole Saudi thing. You would think. So yeah. I mean, it's just gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to see what they do. Or does he just start is this just a number to bring up other bidders to sell off and maybe they he felt they were being lowballed. So if he wants nine million, somebody says, I'll give you five million. That's more than uh Whatever one million, yeah, one mean, billion they're more, worth. I'm sorry, five billion. That's a lot more, that's a lot billion, more than an NFL team. Yeah. Okay. But you have to remember, I mean, it's also they. Um, you know, it it's the entertainment aspect. They have movies that they that they have. They have the music side of it. There's more to it than just the wrestling. Oh, I get it. it so it's, they'll it's, be buying the whole uh, influx of right. WWE. But again, right. there's been no real blockbusters. You know, the Marine one through nine is not. Uh, you know a uh, blowout at Blockbuster in, in Oregon there or anything like that. They're not selling millions of uh, the Marines right. or anything like that. So, you know, but you. again, I think, I think right now it's, you're going to see, is it money or is he just driving up the price because he feels he's getting lowballed because everybody knows that he wants to sell. So now it's, well, I want 9 billion. They, everybody knows that the Saudis will give it. Maybe he's just driving up that price. Yeah. Crazy dude, crazy nine billion dollars. That's a lot of money. I'm going to be interested to see at what price does it finally go. That, ladies and gentlemen, is your KSDTCPA sports business report. And scan now, folks. Tax season is coming, it's here. Business personal taxes use that code right there. Dade Broward and Palm Beach counties. We've got an office coming in North Carolina very soon, but scan there, baby, and get your taxes done. Great people. And they've got a crypto department, too. KSDT, CPA, Sports Business Report. This podcast replay is brought to you by KSDT CPA, one of South Florida's largest and one of the country's fastest growing accounting firms. KSDT CPA is a full service firm that also excels in crypto. Visit them at KSDTCPA.com or call 305-670-3370. Ride, ride, ride. Uh, Folks, you know, um, the world is international, right? 
international travel, international ways. You can go from one country to another. And if you haven't noticed, because I know some of you are going to get a little jingoistic on me on this, and it happens, right? How dare they? They've moved football to London. We're losing a game. Meanwhile, Stephen Ross has interests in soccer teams across the uh, across the globe. Um, the owner of, let's see, the Jets, the owner of the Bucks, many owners. They have they have interest or own teams in other parts of the world. Soccer teams, right? Americans that own soccer teams, and we're talking about big big time soccer teams, right? Well, we're going international, and we're hearing about this, and it's going to happen. You know, one of your favorite teams is going to be owned. You know, Shad Khan, kind of an international guy, right? Owns soccer and owns the Jags, right? Well, look what's happening. The NBA has opened its doors to some international funding. That's right. Qatar Investments Authority and Abu Dubai Fun Mubadela Capital have shown interest in NBA teams, according to Bloomberg. The funds have a respective $450 billion and $284 billion in assets under management. The league's Board of Governors voted in December to allow sovereign wealth funds to buy up to 20% of a team subject to league approval. The New York Knicks, uh, by the way, could be a potential match. The team has signaled openness to selling a minority stake and has a connection to Abu Dubai. Uh, Mubadala's investment equity group, Silver Lake, which is an investor in Knicks owner Madison Square Garden Sports. The NBA is also planning multiple preseason games in Dubai this summer. Last year, Mubadala bought 20% of the media rights of Brazilian Football League for $971 million and invested $50 million in the Supercross World Championships. Meanwhile, QIA helped fund the 2022 World Cup and owns owes and owns French soccer giants Paris Saint-Germain, PSG. NBA teams have already welcomed private equity investors who can own up to 30% of individual teams. Spurs, Kings, Warriors are among those teams, part owned by equity firms, private equity firms. It's coming. We were just talking about it with Sean yesterday that several people are bidding on WWE, and the Saudis could be part of that mix. And this is something that is going to now develop over the next 20, 30 years that you're going to see a lot of international money coming in to a lot of our American sports. And some of your favorite teams could be owned by somebody that is non-American, something that is already changing in the landscape of sports internationally and is changing already here in the States. And in the NBA, you know, before you know it, there'll be some kind of private type of company internationally that will fully own an NBA team. It's the way it is. You're going to get to a point where these see the beauty of basketball is that it is an internet. It's the second biggest international sport, right? Because the, the world plays soccer. And, and most of the world now is playing basketball. 
And all it's doing is growing because we've got leagues all over the world. You see the NBA is flooded with international players. Next thing will be football eventually. And, you know, it's going to take decades, but you'll, you'll see eventually other places around the world start to play the game and pick it up and then build. See, in the end, if the NFL wants to expand and bring more money, they're going to have to expand into Europe. Part of that expansion is to also influence them into playing the game so you can create more talent around the world. So the pool becomes that much bigger and that eventually will come. So the international money is starting to flow in into the NBA and many other leagues. That is your KSDTCPA Sports Business Report. This podcast replay is brought to you by KSDTCPA, one of South Florida's largest and one of the country's fastest growing accounting firms. KSDTCPA is a full service firm that also excels in crypto. Visit them at KSDTCPA.com or call 305 670 3370. Major League Soccer making a little bit more money as they try to grow that sport. MLS and sportswear giant Adidas have renewed their contract, their multi-year extension. Their partnership was set to expire this coming year. So now they will kick off uh, their 28th season. And the deal goes through 2030. And it'll be worth $830 million, which represents Adidas' largest investment ever in soccer. Their current contract is set to expire, like I said, this year. And it was around $700 million their last deal. Under terms of the new agreement, Adidas will continue to supply the league with branded apparel, footwear, training gear, and official match ball. We have sponsored sponsorship revenue of nearly a billion dollars over a period of time. Lots of ticket revenues, lots of local sponsorships, getting the largest companies in the world to give us the first global digital partner. Every game on a device, MLS Commissioner Don Garber told CNBC Squawk, Squawk Box Wednesday. So that's the pitch deck. And obviously, when you got partnerships like this, it takes it to another level. The German sportswear giant will also work with the MLS on various initiatives and financial investments to grow the sport and business on and off the field ahead of the 2026 World Cup, which is being held in North America. So there you go. And the MLS also announced that it has expanded the playoffs to nine teams in each conference. Uh, eight will play nine in a one playoff game, kind of like what they do with baseball. So they stole the page off of that to then earn that eighth seed. And then once who you earn that eighth seed, number one will play number eight, two versus seven, three versus six, four versus five. I'm not a fan of this at all. I believe the top two teams should have a week off, actually. I'm not a fan of this at all. I would rather have three play eight, four play seven, Five play six, and then you re then you 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 uh, recalibrate, right? Whoever advances, and then the one seed will play the lowest seed that advanced, and the two seed will play the second lowest seed that advanced, and then and so on and so forth, and you break the rest down. I would do that after you've played an entire season of thirty four games, I believe it is, right? Um, you're not going to be rewarded with a with an extra week off. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I, I think that's a cheesy, cheesy thing that the MLS is doing. Uh, by the way, 
February 25th. So we're right around the corner next week, right? No, this week, I'm sorry. Actually, this this weekend, uh, Inter-Miami will host Montreal at 7.30. And then March 4th, that's the day we come back from the Combine. Uh, we come back right around that time at 7, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock at night, I think, is when we come back. Inter will host Philadelphia. So Inter will get two home games to open up their season. And we'll get a good measuring stick because we know Philadelphia is really good. Montreal, don't know yet. I haven't seen enough. I I don't know enough of the MLS and follow the offseason enough and the changes to actually know. I'll start figuring it out as the season goes on and I watch games. I did get the package on Apple. So I am going to – I mean, I'm an Apple TV guy as it is, so I got a discount. And uh, I, I want to watch Inter anyways. I love Inter, and I want them to win. I want them to do really, really well uh, no matter what. Uh, I wish the Moss brothers all all the good luck in the world. They deserve it. Um, they're working hard and trying to build a, a, a proper soccer team here. So I just think they're good owners, you know. And like everybody, you all live and learn as you grow, and I think that's what they're doing. And eventually this is going to be – a nightmare for the Marlins. Yeah, that's what that's, that's what Mo, the Moss brothers are going to do to baseball. Is I mean, baseball is kind of the Marlins have already buried themselves, unfortunately. But these guys will. In the summer, you will only think about going to an inter game, not a baseball game, because they will win, and Miami won't. That is your KSDTCPA Sports Business Report.